0: Are you telling the rest of city Welcome to It's 11, It's Heaven for Jamie Vardy, the Leicester City podcast by Leicester City fans. For Leicester City fans, we've got a bit of an alternative lineup tonight. Some of the regulars are missing, but we have got Barry up in Aberdeen, Aberdeenshire, Murrayshire. Barry, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, mate. Thank you. It was a good weekend all the way for the football. So, chuffed the bits today.
0: You've got your Villa shirt on, celebrating fresh from a Coutinho Masterclass.
1: It was indeed. A bit special. He's very special. I hope we, I hope we keep on to him.
0: Yeah, that'll be a b- bit pain in the summer. I feel. Uh, Aiden, how
2: are you? <laughs> um, doing the truth. Yeah. <laughs> ah, been a, been a tough week, Mark. Tough week in in the love life. Um, kind of kind of newly newly single, Mark. Newly single. So just just putting it out there to to our our listeners. Um, if there's any eligible female Leicester City fans who want an I- Irish fox. How, how am I I'm supposed there. to
0: bring it back from this point now? It's <laughs> <That's laughs> gonna be a, gonna be a tough turnaround. Um, I feel like we've suddenly turned into Jerry Springer or something.
2: All <laughs> oh, good, all good. Been to the but gym, was- Mark. Re- rejoined the gym as a bit of a rebound kind of, yeah. of a reaction to to those life circumstances. So just back from the gym, eating my chicken soup, no crisps, no chocolate, getting myself well done. straightened out. Good man. Well, it's great to see you. And we're joined
0: tonight again, second time on the show, with ex-Leicester
3: City legend Pontus Kamark. Cormark. Is that the right way to pronounce it, Pontus? Yeah, it is, Yeah, it is actually. Yes. It's it should be O. Oh, uh, it's an A with a circle. But uh, internationally, they say Kamark or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not you really could, that bothered. You could uh, feel free to correct me there. But it's great to have you back with us.
0: <laughs> you're, you're in Sweden at the moment. Whereabouts are you in Sweden?
3: West Coast. Uh, I live um, in Gothenburg since, actually, since I, since I had my daughter there. I moved to Gothenburg, which was a quite good football team back in the days. Uh, mm. Champions League and, and stuff like that, you know. So, uh, yeah, I've just k- kind of stayed around this, this area. I was in, up in Stockholm for a couple of years as well, but moved back down here. So on the West Coast, closer to the UK. And obviously we'll
0: talk to you about your your time at Leicester as we go through, but your day job now is working for the Premier League over in Sweden, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Uh, In the weekends, uh, I have another normal job as well. I run two businesses in my hometown, but in weekends, I've been doing that for 23 years. I've been working for the television. uh, A few different stations because of the, the broadcasting rights changes, you know, so... So I work for Viasat now, which has a Premier League. So, yeah, every weekend. So I follow it quite quite closely, which is nice. And there's going to be a lot of Leicester fans wondering what your what your other businesses are now. What does Pontus do for his day job <laughs> on a Monday to Friday? Yeah, exactly. What I do now, I run a, I run a, a staffing agency and also an um, a company that helps people with disabilities to to get a job. Mm. Um, they have half of the money from the from the government, you know, but we try to group them together and to 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 try to to find um, easier um, uh, jobs for them. You could say, you know, a lot of packing, etc. You know, so that's right. what I'm doing for a couple of years now.
0: I guess what I was after there really was for you to tell me that you run some sort of Swedish. Uh... Uh, I don't know, love love life industry that Aiden can get himself involved <laughs> with after his heartache.
3: Too tired now, mate. You know, it's a long time. Oh, <laughs> come on.
0: <laughs> Help a brother out and all it's, that. It's, it's so, only a lot of trouble. We, we've got lots to talk about tonight and we're, we're talking together again after two Leicester City victories in a week. Who would have thought that last week when we sat down, Aiden? I remember saying that I thought four points would be a good week, but do you want to just... uh Re- recap your thoughts really on the victories over both Burnley and Leeds
2: yeah I mean um, two two pretty hard fought victories Mark um, especially you know the, the Leeds United victory on Saturday I thought we kind of got away with one in a sense Leeds had plenty of chances that they couldn't convert um, but but maybe that's what we needed um, just to, to grind one out um, such a lift and I think we saw that in the Burnley game such a lift having Jamie Vardy back um, seeing him his role in, in the, the Burnley goal, um, especially. So I think it's very very positive. Um, got the the clean sheet and um, clean sheets in there, and yeah, it, it could be a bit of a whether you could say a turning point. We've got tough fixtures ahead. Arsenal will be will be a tough fixture, but it's um it it must be a psychological boost to the to the squad to have back to back league victories. Yeah, so I'm I'm really encouraged. Good week, all in all,
0: Barry. For us, there the the legends of the Premier League sit together on thirty three points at the minute, don't they? That's the that's the place to be.
1: It sure is. I'd say I, that Burnley game is one of the best games I've watched in a while for Leicester. Um, obviously, not not being a specific fan, um, I kind of try to watch both teams and watch it neutrally. But I was quite overwhelmed. But I thought it was an awesome game. I thought Burnley were coming out of good form, going to be too strong for you. I thought they'd be physical, but. Leicester matched them man for man. I thought they were awesome. And the Leeds game was actually enjoyable to watch, uh, sort of defensive side. I thought Leicester were fantastic defensively. And um, three of that, about four, I suppose. Well, I suppose you can include Xiaoji. They're looking solid again. I, I yeah. thought, I, I message you boys during the game. I thought um, Showji was quality. And Harrison, who ripped Villa to shreds. Every time he plays against Villa, he rips in shreds. Wasn't even in the game. He got subbed off. Never gets subbed off. And that's yeah. down to Xiaoji, I'd say.
0: And and Pontus, really, I only messaged you a week ago. I said, "Look, will you come back on the show?" You sent me a voice note saying, "Oh, you know, I've been keeping up with Leicester. Unfortunately, because it's been such a poor season for us, things have turned on a sixpence since you agreed to come back on. Maybe you're the lucky charm."
3: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I'm not sure about that. If that's the reason, but no, as you say, I think it was a low point for many reasons. For the Forest game, you know, uh, I know there's been a lot of injuries, so. Maybe the expectation sometimes is a little bit too high if you if you think about how difficult it is to win and if you play a game without six you know defenders you know you know on the you know on the injury list. But I think since then, after the Liverpool game, you know the West Ham game, I think was very unfortunate. Or actually, the VAR that I mean, uh, for me, it was a handball all day mm-hmm. it, with a sleeve thing. You know, I know it's on. Uh, you could say. It's not, you know, but I thought they they deserve something better out of that one. And I think they deserve something better out of the Wolves games as well. I think they they did really well, not with the strongest side, the Wolves' big favourites and everything. So they were a bit unlucky. But after that, they've still been grinding on and maybe a little bit fortunate. I mean, it was an even game against Burnley, but, uh, you know, sooner or later it has to level out a little bit. And the same thing about Leeds, which... They actually had a quite good first game, you know, with a new manager. But, uh, you know, it's good that they remained and stayed class and and could see the three points. You know, it was two good games with, you know, that they needed the points just to clear it off a little bit and now be ready for Europe. Would you agree with the boys there around the defensive display as well? Because
0: there's been a lot to admire defensively. For Leicester's over uh, the last two games compared to the rest of the season, really, it's been a, a real turnaround in resilience at the back.
3: Yeah, exactly. The whole the whole squad, and especially maybe the back four. I mean, there, there have been some a lot of errors, and I'm still not confident when it's a set piece or a corner or something. I, I still think they can do better on on the on the, on the set pieces. But in the game, you know, even Amarte have looked good there in the middle, you know, and I thought it was really shaky in the beginning, you know, not class at all. So they picked it together a little bit and strengthened the squad and and hopefully we can get some some of the first 11 uh, in there as well and, and and hopefully have a good, you know, uh, end of the season.
2: Mm.
0: Well, you mentioned set pieces. Uh, Aidan, we were very nearly undone by another one that was an absolutely superb save by Casper Schmeichel, after a flick on at the, the near post, it was one of those where the ref looks at his watch to see if it got over the line. But yeah. was that one of Casper's better performances on on Saturday? Would you say
2: it was? Absolutely. He made some, and he had to made, made some good good stops. Um, Leeds came at us, and, and they got in, and we defended well. But you know, as Barry was was saying before the match, if if you look up the Sky Sports um, three minute resume um, of Saturday's game. It it's all, all Leeds United chances and all Leeds United action until until Harvey Barnes goal. And and so Casper's had to be and on top of his game and and he's he's risen to the challenge, which is encouraging to see. Yeah. Going back to our very first show, Barry,
0: we spoke around Casper Schumacher. he's climbed up the Leicester City appearance holder list at the weekend. He's out number three on the all-time list, four hundred and sixty-one games for, for the Foxes. Um you said he's he's not a Premier League legend, but he's a Leicester City legend. Uh, what's your thoughts on that now, a year later?
1: Probably well, still the same. If I'm going to be honest, um, if, especially if we're going to judge on this season, because um, he did have a fantastic game against Leeds. Up, he won he won the game for Leeds, um, and he was good against Burnley as well. But I, I don't know. He's, he just he sometimes has these spells where um, it's not working, and I don't I don't know what that is. And, and maybe he's the one that's solidified the back four uh, maybe he's the one communicating and doing it because there's, there's, de- there's definitely a difference between uh, like Amarte and Sianchu not getting out of position not going wandering they, if they've got the ball they're releasing it quicker um, and I think that also is because Adidi and Tillemans are coming, coming further the back whether that's a protection thing or not I, I, for being honest I don't think they're doing that very well but it seems to be stopping them to releasing the ball long which is just not their skill um, so yeah and I, th- I think Kasper Go back to your question I think Kasper's a big part of that I don't think he's a league legend yet I don't um, but he's definitely a less legend and a hero
0: I, I know you're in uh, Denmark uh... No, sorry you're in Sweden there Kasper in in Denmark he's- <laughs> <is> he... Kasper? I'll start that again sorry I know you're in Sweden but in Denmark Kasper is a-, a big name isn't he he draws a lot of attention definitely
3: yeah, especially with his with his father and his name and everything. But he's uh, one of the the big stars, and I mean, he's a captain. He's outspoken. He's been in the national team for such a long time, and he's done really, really well even in the national team. So, so the the only thing is probably that he's been so loyal to to Leicester, you know, that uh, maybe there's been rumors uh, to go somewhere else. And I know Sven Joran Sven Ericsson. I don't know if you remember, he, you know, and he was on our show uh, a couple of weeks ago and he sp- spoke so highly of uh, Kasper as well, you know, that uh, he also thought, uh, you know, that he's not uh, highly enough rated. And he, you know, it's nothing bad to be in the less, uh, lesser goal, of course, but, uh, you know, he could have had an opportunity to play in in, in top clubs in europe because you were a, what would you say were you a right back or a center back you were somewhere around there weren't you would you have liked to play in a defense uh, in front of kasper Schumacher? yeah of course i mean i mean he's he's very he's a, he's a match winner he, i think he has a good kick with his foot and uh, he you know he's um, he's very loud at the back you know that's what you you want somebody to take control like a leader down, uh, from from the back uh, that helps the stability of the the defense you know somebody's there and shouting at you just so you can hear him and give give uh, work advice you know because he has the the best vision from behind there and no, I, he, I think he's done tremendously well. I know some, but you know, obviously he also makes mistakes. He has his better games or worse games, but he, he's been pretty solid and done some really, really good stuff over the years. It's a lot of games as well, isn't it? 461.
0: He's got to get to 600 before he gets the all-time <laughs> record. So I'm thinking another three and a bit seasons and he's about, he's about yeah. there. He could break it, you know, if he, if he stays at Leicester. He's only 35. Keepers can go on yeah. a, a little while after that what a legacy that would be everything that he's done from the Championship to the Premier League yeah. winning that winning the FA Cup and, and hopefully there's more to, more to come for him uh, Barry to go to the other end of the pitch on uh, Saturday Harvey Barnes back in form back in the goals how much is he impressing you at the moment?
1: Yeah he's back to his best isn't he? He, he looks dangerous every time he's on the ball you can see he's, he's confident when he gets the ball he, he doesn't really care who's he's against he's, he's going past you that's, that's the first thing on his mind um, he seems to be ready for one-twos as well which wasn't quite there a few weeks ago um, uh, but he, he seems to be calling for the ball, looking for the ball and his finishing is just wonderful it's picturesque, yeah. it's lovely to see because actually on
0: Saturday we did, really didn't have that many chances, I know what you're saying about the uh, the highlights all being Leeds but, but they were, you know, at the game that we, where we were at, we didn't I can't remember that it was forcing Melier into a into another save, but we had that one chance, and he opened his body up, and it was it was really special the way that he stroked that into the corner, wasn't it?
1: It was it was perfect because it, it didn't even seem like it had that much weight on it. It just kind of sort of not trickled, but it slowly went past Millie, and he's a, he's a good keeper and a big and yeah. a big boy as well. Um, I thought it's, it was an excellent finish. He just knew it was going to go. second he, was three, he knew he knew was going to go.
0: There's a great photo at the back of that as well of uh, Mellier dr- diving with a pained expression and it looked like Ailing was laughing, falling behind him. But I think it was just the, the moment that they caught him at. But Pontus, back to you on that. As a defender, mm. Harvey Barnes would be a nightmare to play against, wouldn't
3: he? Yeah, uh, he is because he's really good and can go both ways. And he he's quick, uh, but he's also quite smart with... Uh, the tempo he comes down in tempo if if somebody comes very quick at you you can say that's more difficult but it's not really because you can always take the step forward and be smarter but he i think he keeps the distance and and he can go both ways uh, and and so so he's quite difficult to 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 predict uh, even though that Dallas i mean the defensive job he did there by the goal this is when he, w- he was just standing with his feet, you know. He just got turned, you know. That was really poor defending, but I was happy for, for Leicester anyway, there, you know. So somebody. you, you just it hurt it. Uh, Aiden a little bit there. His other team is Crusaders in Ireland. Uh, Stuart Dallas
0: <laughs> came from Crusaders, didn't he, Aiden? But not, the right defender, right,
3: not the right defender, though. <laughs> not the right defender with the way he got. No, that's quite yeah, no not, a, not quite. Not quite. His feet there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and he Aiden. Came from, uh, he came from Crusaders to Brentford and then on to Ellen Road. So. Yeah, um, and moved over when he was a little bit older. So yeah, yeah he's done well. Around. But um, yeah. I think he, he's a bit like myself, getting on in years and up against the pace of Harvey Barnes. Um, and yeah. he was found out on Saturday. Yeah. You're
0: the youngest-looking 72-year-old I've ever seen. Thanks, Mark.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Thanks. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to go back to Harvey Barnes and as a, as an Irishman, and um, Aidan, I can get you're Irishman, obviously. Um. I can get a little yeah. bit carried away as an Englishman with can these lads play for England and do a job? Is Harvey Barnes in that conversation?
2: In terms of playing for England? Yeah.
0: I know I he's for him he already.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has to be. Um I guess the the issue that we've discussed before is you, you know, you've got you've got a strong, a strong, you know, there's, there's strong choices for attacking midfielders. Certainly he's a, he's a very different player than um than James Madison, and we've had the conversation, you know, especially maybe a year ago, we were discussing James Madison in, in relation to Jack Grealish, um, and, and Grealish kind of went forward from that, um, and Madison stalled, although it has been extremely encouraging to see him, uh, his recent performances, and, and, and how that's turned around for him, um, but in terms, of, in terms of Harvey Barnes, he's got all, the, all the, the makings of a top international player, he's got the, the touch, he's got the pace, as Pontus said, he can go backwards and forwards, um, and, and he's a young, a young guy, so he, I, I fully expect him to be part of the England setup um for, for years to come. Um, I guess it depends. Do they play with, you know, if you play with wide, wide men, um, where he would fit in. Um, if you play a bit narrower, perhaps he doesn't fit in just as well. He
0: can, he can, I think he's quite adaptable, though. He's changed his game a lot recently, Pontus. He's, mm. well, a player that a couple of years ago, his finishing was really letting him down. Now his finishing is really sharp. He's now starting to come inside a little bit more. How, how big could his future be, hopefully with Leicester as well? But he, he has a player that potentially could have it all, does not he?
3: Yeah, if you... Uh, if What's addressed to me? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the level he's at as his best moments is really, really high. I mean, even against the home game against West Ham, I mean, Sofal, they, they had to take him off because... Yeah. If he would have stayed on, we would have won the game because he was he slaughtered him. Fredericks tried and uh, yeah, he had a better, but it went better, you know, when he came in. But uh, no, I, th- I think he's definitely got got the, the full the full skill. One more step, if you know, it's not easy to take the last one because he's his high Premier League standard, and obviously, if you want to be high international standard, maybe you have to level up just a little bit more you know but uh, and have the uh, consistency but uh, when he's in in form uh, and it's good to see that he's come back you know because some people can have a a a, a fluke uh, you know that they are good over a certain period and then they you know that's they they can't get back but now you've seen he's been down a little bit and And now he's getting back to fitness and you can see that he's enjoying it. He goes all the way out to the line to get the ball and just you just take people on, you know, good confidence, you know. So I think it's it's very good. It's joyous, Barry,
0: because we have Mares that do all the tricks and didn't necessarily have the pace. And now you've got this guy that just gets his head down and just is blistering. Uh, what, What did you make of Harvey Barnes? It's four and four against Leeds. They must hate playing him.
1: Yeah, I think I think so. They must be terrified as well. I don't, they didn't really they didn't really do well to sort of calm him down or slow him down at all, unfortunately. Well for them. Um I I think he is probably top choice now for England in that that position, that the forward left. I think the the only other player that's kind of coming on to form a wee bit is Sancho. Um but other than that, there's no one else there. I, all all that, that sort of front players aren't playing very well for the clubs just now. So there's an opportunity in the next set of friendlies to Really shy. I think he'll be picked. I, I think it's maybe still a bit too soon for Madison, but I do think you Barnes think? will Barnes get enough. Yeah, I do. I, I just think that he doesn't like a ten, does he, Seth Gate? It's not. It's not someone to sit sit behind. He prefers a sort of three, um, yeah. one kind of inverted. Um, so I, I don't know. Really, it might be one one tournament too short, too close for Madison. But Barnes is definitely in the running for sure.
0: Shame that Madison was injured again at the, at the weekend. But what Leicester had at the weekend, Barry, and we're really, really proud about that, was the left-hand side of the pitch. You had Luke Thomas at left-back, born in Syston, which was a few miles away from the ground. You had Harvey Barnes on the left-hand wing. He was born in Burnley, but we don't, we don't really discuss that. He's, <laughs> he's a Leicester lad through and through. And and Dewsbury Hall in the, the middle of the park on the left-hand side as well. That whole side of the field costs us nothing all through the academy. That's a, a huge, proud moment for the club, isn't it?
2: you got Hamza Chowdhury, I know, the other side of the pitch, but Hamza Chowdhury as well from Loftus.
0: That's right, yeah. I wasn't mentioning, wasn't men- I was talking about the left-hand side of the pitch. All right, OK. Yeah, I mean, you, you run your own show, that's all I'm saying. Uh, but, but, but Barry, that is a really, uh, really proud moment for Leicester, isn't it, to have those three guys connecting so well as well. They looked really dangerous in that first half.
1: Yeah, they did. They did. They, they, um, uh, Kiernan's is really... Some some player now, he, I'd like he's someone that could be chapping in that door as well for England. Um, he's someone that can carry the ball. He's a good tackler. sees a good pass. Um, he's he's good going forward, but I think he's quite a, a good defensive midfielder too. Um, everything about that side strong. If they can get the other side to match that, you really do have a, like a a real strong team there. Um, I, I, I like they've got grit as well. You know, they've kind of got that British grit about them where. They are not afraid to get stuck in. Um, they take no nonsense when it comes to the tackle. They're, they're really good. There was a really good moment actually on Saturday. Ponson,
0: I'm not sure if you, you saw it, but Keenan Hughes we all lost possession in the middle of the park and then put in one of the fiercest and um, fairest tackles that I've ever seen. Afterwards, you got a standing ovation from the crowd. It was it was a great mm-hmm. moment.
3: I should remember that one. I like my tackles, you know. It's better. It's better <laughs> than goals, you know. So I, I should remember, but. uh no, but as you say, he's very aggressive. And uh, if I would have seen, um, if you would show me the clip, I definitely. Oh yeah, I remember that one. You know, I'm getting old, you know. So, but uh, <laughs> no, but um, I, I think yeah, I agree with you. There, he's probably the the player that I've done the best in the whole team. If you look at the expectations from the forehand, I mean, he's come in, he's solid. I mean, uh, he has really deserved to be there, and he does it really well. Uh, he has his left foot there as well, you know, so he can go very far. I mean, uh, it would have been more competition with a right-footer, but as a as a left-footer, there, he's not, he's uh, he's having a really, really good season.
0: I was compiling the amount of appearances that those four players, including Hamza Choudhary, had put in before the the game, and. It's crazy to think that Dewsbury Hall has only played sixteen games for Leicester City. Yeah. He looks like yeah. he's played a lot more than that, doesn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah, he does. Recently, Mark. Yeah, and and I'm not I'm not criticising. You know, he, I I just think the last three or four games he really looks a lot more. He looks settled, and he looks at this point. It's in the last three or four games that it's not. Oh, you know, Dewsbury Hall, the new kid on the block. He he looks he's in there and he looks comfortable and he's settled and he's really found his feet. Um. In there, and maybe that's a discussion for later on in the show. But you know, as we start to think about the word "rebuild" is being talked about, spoken oh, yeah. about more and more for this coming summer. Um, and it's players like him that that are the future. I think it's keeping the likes of him that's the future for for the club. So yeah, I, I think he's he's really looking comfortable, and and it's at this point that you're starting to look for his name on the team sheet as 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 one of the the certain ones, and it's not as a replacement for someone. It's it's part of the starting 11, even when you've got your strongest side. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
0: Would you pick him before uh, Yuri Tillimans at the moment? Yes. Yes. It's um, a huge yeah,
2: compliment, would...
0: isn't it, when you put it down to that? Huge
2: compliment. Um, it is, it is. Um, and we need to be careful. Yuri, Yuri's such a talent and um, a great player, but he's over the last number of games, he hasn't been having his best his best time for us. Um, no, I, I I now, I think they play, play Dewsbury Hall. Um, it'll be interesting to see how things go for Yuri Chilomans. I mean, the writing seems to be on the wall that he that he is looking for a move this summer, very much so. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you need to play well to put yourself in the shop window. Um, mm-hmm. I remember my, my last year living in England was 2017-18. And I remember seeing some some pretty impressive Riyad Mahrez goals and performances, and um, before that summer when he finally when he finally left us. So whether the same happens um, with with Yuri, um, and again I can't you can't fault the guys. He's given us um, loads and given us a, a memory of a lifetime for that FA Cup final goal. Um, but yeah, he's, he's just not we're not getting the best of him right at this moment. And I think Jewsbury Hall deserves that place. He's he's the future. He's somebody that we we'll hope and we we'll expect will stick around. Whereas Yuri Telemans seems to be on his way out.
0: Yeah. where do you think uh, that Yuri might end up, Barry, in the, in the summer? Do you see still do you still see him sort of staying in England or do you think he'll
1: leave? I don't really know. Um, it's like like who who's he appealing to? But but like what's his role? Like he's he's kind of a non entity just now. Like like Kieran is shown him up a wee bit. And you know what indeed he does, you know what Madison does. Um Tillemans used to be the the great passer the, the good tackler and he just doesn't have that he's just he's just uninspiring just now um, realistically it'd be a team like it could be a squad filler Do you know like someone like Arsenal could pay 30 so it could months be a lot of, you money for, lot of money for a squad but filler is it? is it? like I, I I don't think it will be now like his value's only going to be going down yeah he scored a Screamer in the FA Cup final without shitting on that he, he's played awful for six, ten games so yeah. who's who's gonna who's gonna spray that money into that? Huh. is 30, 30 uh, probably. Right, I think 30 million yeah, is a
0: good no, number. No, right? no. Leicester won't go for less than fifty. I wouldn't have thought. What do you think, Pontus? Do you think I'm being a bit bit greedy with my valuation there, or is Barry being a bit harsh with his assessment of Yuri your
3: I mean, if you look at it, uh, the, the last period, you know, obviously he hasn't been better. We have all seen. His best peaks and what he's done with his foot and everything like that, but he hasn't been as consistent. You have seen the form has not been as good. You know the work rate and everything, and I could, I could, I could even see him go go away from England. Um, I mean, to Italy or something like that uh, with a passing game, not as physical, a little bit more space to to get uh, the balls uh, behind the. the the defenders or something like that, but at the same time, it's the Premier League is so big with the with the money and the, and the focus. So uh, at at the minute, I, th- I think he, maybe it's best that he, he tries to stay for Leicester, which is a good club now, and and try to make sure that the club improves and, and shows himself. It's always a risk to to leave as well, you know. So uh, like you said, it could be a bench somewhere. Yeah.
0: yeah I think the feel is definitely that he is going to leave in, in the summer you know the rebuild that Aiden was speaking about is is partly going to be funded by yuri Tilleman's leaving uh, obviously he's got legendary status at Leicester City Aiden uh but you'll be sad to see him go for sure won't
2: you oh absolutely yeah and I, and I do hear what what pontus is saying that um you know with his, with his maybe current performances he is taking that risk of. You know, if you, if you look at clubs that are much bigger than Leicester, is he going to go there and warm a bench? And at, at 24 years of age, um, he'll be 25 in May. You know, is that, is that what you want, really? You, you want in that prime of your career to be to be playing? Um, but, but it is an issue, where do you go? Um, maybe with, with a club like, a, a better club in one of Europe's small, you know, I don't say smaller leagues, I mean, like in, in France, you know, with, with Paris Saint-Germain, um, look at them, a, a team like that. Um, I guess the problem is in the likes of Holland, France. Once you drop down much further, then you're you're playing for for teams that are are you know not maybe not as big as Leicester City, but you're also talking about teams who probably couldn't afford him uh, and his wages and what we want from him. So um, yeah, if his form dramatically improved, then you could see him coming back onto the radar of, of teams like Liverpool, perhaps, um, you know bigger Premier League teams um, or or Italy or Spain, but. Um, at the minute, yeah, he needs to be careful with his next move um, because if he wants to be playing first-team football rather than sitting on a bench at, at the Emirates Stadium or, or somewhere else. Um, yeah, but we gotten to see him leave it. And I think, you know, when we've seen him at his best, he's been, you know, he, he is a great, um, very good midfielder. Um, and we could, he's only 24, you know, why not be part of the rebuilding, um, the rebuild and, and in there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what decisions he makes and his agent make, um, and what opportunities are, are there for him over the coming the coming months. Um, and stranger things have happened. There was you know, we we were sure that uh, Riyad Mahrez would move on, um, maybe after the 2016 season, um, and and or the 20 or 2017, and that didn't happen then until 2018. So and perhaps if the right door doesn't open for him, then we will see him in a blue shirt at the King Power next season, and I I would welcome that. Um, as long as we saw an improvement in his form. Okay. Well, thanks for that. Um, one final thing on the past couple of games before we
0: move on. Jamie Vardy, Pontus, uh, 128 Premier League goals now, 22 behind Michael Owen. As I pointed out this week, that criticised him as not a natural finisher all those years ago. He could <laughs> he could get above him. He could score another 22 goals in the league. What What do you think of Jamie Vardy? What is the general consensus from Sweden on on the guy's talents?
3: Yeah, well, I, actually, it is as high as it is over in uh, in England or in Leicester because it's a phenomenon. Uh, the, his whole career, I mean, and for me, I, I'm just surprised that he, he can run for fun. You know, he he doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know how hard it is to go out for a jog for for uh, <laughs> for five minutes. Yeah. You know, and he just he's just looks like he's twenty years of age in his body. You know, so. And uh, and um, the energy that he gives the team, you know, he puts in tackles for the defenders. I, I, that I saw that one uh, that he gave mm. in the last game there. You yeah, nailing. So, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> there. He, was, he was late. You know, he was getting in there. You know, but no, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's impressive. It's impressive that he can be so good for such a long time. Uh, and he's still, Purdue, you know, d- doing his bits and his scores. And he's still a leader by his age, you know, both on and off the pitch, you know. Mm. So, uh, and and people realise that over here as well, you know, we, we don't just follow Man United or Chelsea or whatever it could be, you know, the big teams of Liverpool, you know. So, uh, definitely, Sweden also knows its greatness,
0: well, I had a question actually on Twitter earlier for you from a guy called Mark Goodayk. He'd asked the question: How is the perception and interest in Sweden regarding Leicester to when he, when you played for us in the nineties? And um, you know, what's it like now? Is it, what do people see about Leicester now?
3: Yeah, it's bigger. It's it's become even bigger, you know. And we have the Foxes has a Swedish uh, fan uh, base as well, uh, but. Uh, it's a team that many respects because they play fun football. They they realize it's not they shouldn't be able to compete with Man City money or whatever Liverpool etc. But you know, but with the smaller money and with a with a with the good football energy, you know, uh, um, the spirits for, for for the team and everything. So. Uh, Many people, out of just even if they don't follow, even if they support another team, they still rate and 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 also maybe it's a good thing because Leicester is not a competitive for the biggest teams. I yeah, mean, exactly. if you're a Liverpool, if you're a Liverpool fan, obviously you wouldn't support Man Man U etc. But Leicester is a little bit um, further down in the hierarchy, you know, so. So, so um, but I, th- I think every, everybody likes them a little bit because of what they're doing, to be honest. It's,
0: it's great to hear. Thanks very much for that. Guys, I know you are some of the stronger quizzes on our show. I've got a, a Premier League quiz. We're not going to do last man standing today, actually. We're going to work collaboratively. I've got four levels of questions for, on the Premier League. And the first set of questions around just basic trivia. To get to the next set, you need seven from the first round. Okay, and I'm happy to take a collective answer. So my first question is, in what year was the Premier League founded?
1: Oh, it's 92 or 93, isn't it?
2: Uh, yeah, I think I think Arsenal won the First Division in 91. Leeds won the First Division in 92. I think it's 92, 93 was the first Premier League season.
3: I think it's 92 that's, as well.
2: Yeah,
0: that's correct. You move, you've got one so far. So who won that first season?
1: United, United. United
0: yeah correct who scored the first ever goal his next Leicester player as well
1: I think I know this I think it was, it was, oh, it's oh no it's one of two Schellingham I'm going to go Schellingham it might be Ferdinand but I think it's Schellingham
0: any more thoughts I think is this an official question position? yeah oh. I've heard it oh. I've heard it says Brian Dean scored the first goal so that's one that you haven't got there Name the champions of last season. Some of these are dead easy, by the way. Last season's champions in the Premier League.
1: Man City, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Man City, yeah. Who does Cristiano Ronaldo play for? <laughs> it was easy.
2: Manchester United.
0: Yeah. Uh, which team went an entire season without losing the game in 2003-2004?
2: With one Orson of your Invincibles. Yeah, Invincible.
3: one
0: of, one of your countrymen on the wing there, wasn't it, Freddie? Yeah, uh, Freddie. Young is that right?
3: Youngbury. 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 Youngberg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he works yeah. with us um, at the television now as well, so he, he works for Viasat as well. I've yeah. just hired him as my uh, under twenty-three manager for Ajax on
0: my football manager game. So next time we see him, let him know. Um, <laughs> where did Wayne Rooney make his debut? Who did he play for?
2: I mean, Premier Everton. League
0: yeah um, how many wins did Derby County? I love this question how many wins did Derby County record in the 2007-8 season this is a difficult one
3: that wasn't many that was three or I five or yeah three or four I was going
0: four. Four. four yeah this is going to blow your mind chaps one one win uh, out of 38 no games yeah never, oh, no never be beaten uh, and the final question. So you need to need to get this one right, really. Who was the top goal scorer at the end of the first ever Premier League season?
2: Oh
1: goodness! Well, we came second, so it could be Dean Saunders. It could be Ian Rush. Mark Top Hues, goal maybe. scorer
2: in the first Premier League season.
0: Yeah, could be someone you've already mentioned, Barry.
1: Randy. Ronaldo.
0: No
1: no no Sheringham
0: yeah Sheringham Teddy Sheringham for Nottingham Forest right I'll set you through to round two but I'll let you off on that one which <laughs> team did Aguero score his famous title winning goal against in 2012 QPR correct in Rangers, yep. oh, QPR, you yeah. might get this one who won the first Premier League title in
2: 2016
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Foxes yeah, yeah. Book says, Does anyone care? <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that
0: one out there. Uh, who refused to be substituted in the Carabao Cup final in
1: 2019? Oh, that idiot keeper, wasn't it? Uh, yeah,
0: Keeper. I can't see his Kipa, name Kipa. Kipa.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's one.
0: right. Which youngster, soon to be national icon, scored from his own half in
3: 1996?
2: Beckham. David Beckham, Full Horse Park. yeah,
0: yeah. Which TV personality gave the infamous Where Are You? Let's be you speech to Norwich fans <laughs> in 2005.
2: Delia. Yeah.
0: Delia Smith. And what object, this is, I love this question as well. I remember it well. What object left on the pitch deflected the ball into the net following Darren Bent's strike in 2009?
1: That was a big beach ball, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, beach ball. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm. Correct.
0: My, uh, This is my, my tiebreak break question. I'm not going to take you through another round of these random questions, but who scored the fastest ever Premier League goal after 7.69 seconds in 2019?
1: Mm-hmm. I was to guess probably someone like Manny. Close. Sure.
0: Same oh. team at the time. No, no. It was Shane Long. <laughs> Oh yeah, Shane Long. Oh, yeah, Similar yeah. to because I think they were playing both playing for Southampton yeah. at the time. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we'll probably go back to Last Man Standing next week after firing <laughs> those quick five <laughs> questions at you. Uh, Aiden, Ren, Stad, Rene,
2: next up. Tell me what you know. <laughs> um, not not a huge pile, um, but the the main thing is that that um, Ren are are on form at the moment. Um, they sit. They currently sit in Liga and in fourth position, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's see. Could have given, given yeah, us think, a chance. Think so, yeah. yeah, they're currently in fourth. Um, they are just one point outside um, Champions League qualification. Um, and they've got four wins in their last five games. So so they're a form team. Um, and anything else to know about them? got um scored 53 goals um, in France this season, which makes them the second highest um, goal scorers in Ligue 1. Um, and they've got a defensive record of having only conceded 25, which gives them the joint third best defence in the league. Um, so they'll be a, they'll be a tough cookie to, to crack over two legs. Um, coming into it on form, I think it's very important that, that um, we have hit some form ourselves and got back-to-back wins. I think a Leicester City side on form um, will we'll come out above them, but will come out over two legs um, defeating them. But um, we need to be careful. They're, they're, they're a tough draw. Pontus, if you were playing now and you,
0: you have this, some people call it a 3rd rate European competition, you'd want to win it still, wouldn't you? You'd still want the, the pride yeah. of reaching the next round and seeing how far you can get.
3: Definitely. I mean, uh, when it's a comp- competition, whatever whatever level or whatever, you, you still want to go through. So definitely. And I think that's by being in the middle, I know that they can end up higher up in the league. But at the minute now, I think it's a good achievement to really maybe focus a little bit extra. I mean, if they would have been competing for Europe or a fourth spot, so I mean, maybe this is not as interesting. But now... Uh, yeah, why not? And isn't it uh, a way, if they win it, uh, isn't it uh, European football next year? Yeah,
0: That's right, yeah, back into the Europa League. Exactly. Um, Barry, I sort of came out a couple of weeks ago and said it wasn't one of the tougher draws. On reflection, it's a really tough draw. Leicester have to go full tilt for this, don't they?
1: It's a horrible draw. Yeah, I've, I've seen Leicester a few times, just on the background sort of football. I don't know, Leicester, of Ren. And they're like Leicester. Like same formation, they burst out the blocks. So if you can sort of maintain them for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, then I think they do have a habit of burning themselves out. They do concede late as well. Um, but they're all action. They're, they're a bit like Leicester. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I'm actually going to miss Thursday's game because there's a, a bigger game on, but um, you, I'll hopefully get the game on the weekend. Please. So got, oh, right. Okay. Relegation six-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> they, are hey, the, they are a good team. I, I think. I think that it, it's. I don't see it being goalless either leg. I think no, it'll no. be um yeah goal fest. Speaking of games that aren't goalless, I've just had a, a
0: sneak peek and uh, Tottenham have gone three 0 up against Everton now in the the first half of, at uh, the Tottenham Stadium. Everton are in big trouble, Barry, aren't they this season?
1: Yeah, real big trouble. Um, I, I think Leeds will be too if we if we beat them. That's a uh, panic stations. Apparently, Newcastle looking all right. I think Watford have got a bit of fight in them. Um, yeah, there could be a, a big, a big team going down this season. Yeah, that'd be
0: uh, almost unthinkable. Punters for a side like Everton to go down, but they are right in the mire. This is a game in hand for them that they've got to claw back. Um, Frank Lampard could be in, in a
3: bit of peril already there. Yeah, well, yeah, we spoke about that in in the weekend show. I mean, they haven't been out of the highest division for a very long time or have they I mean 1954
0: was the last time that they uh, weren't in the top division and they were only
3: out of it for one season I think almost 100 years you know it's it's, yeah it's a long way you know so they are they are struggling and especially with expectations as well and they're not doing well so yeah and the other teams are taking points so we saw that Burnley now has uh, woken up a little bit as well you know so and Brentford won very important game mm. against uh, Norwich, so so no, 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 no they it's going be it's going to be a close call for them down there if they if they make it or not. well, we'll
0: see as the next few weeks play itself out. Aiden, sorry, back to to Thursday against Wren. What sort of lineup do you think Brendan should be putting out? Is it full strength as much as it can be would you would you pick a higher quality squad for for that than you would on Sunday against Arsenal?
2: If if you are you making me choose, um, I think we need to put out uh, a, a, a strong as strong a squad we can as possible in both games. Um, I think there's a there's an issue if we if we don't get the result on, on Thursday and we're going to to Brittany, um, looking for a result, um, in a in what will be a hostile a hostile stadium. Um, we haven't travelled particularly well, um, in Europe. This season, and um, of course there was there was Pat and Daka's game where he where he scored four, but we we, we conceded um, a number of goals in that game as well. So so I think we need to put ourselves in the front foot and um, for the tie on Thursday. And I wouldn't like I wouldn't like be on Thursday. I would put out the strongest team and um, for for both for both games. Would you start Vardy Barry there on Thursday? I'm just thinking with Daka
0: in the form that he's been in Europe, uh, Ian Acho that's making goals. Could, is that a potential opportunity for them to play together?
1: Uh, yeah, it's funny. I, I I messaged you on Twitter today. I saw like a, a stat thing where um, the top four out of the top four creative players uh, between assists and goals, uh, in Daka and was it Madison were three yeah. of the top four.
0: Yeah,
1: and I said to you like, why why don't they try Ianacho and Daka? Like that's that's maybe a route to go. But then that would mean you'd have to go back to back three, which you d- you just don't really want to mess that defense up. Now you want to keep it as is. Um yeah, possibly play Daka instead of Vardy because Vardy will thrive more for the Arsenal game. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm like, I'm like Aidan. I'd play as strong as you can, for sure. Strong as you can. It's an important competition and it's the first. You'd be the first ever winner. That's a historical thing to do. It
0: is a historical I'm really up for it. Fortunately, I can't get to the game on Thursday despite Aidan's uh, abuse to me a little bit earlier. I think there's still <laughs> 10,000 tickets available. There was the other day. Hopefully
3: that'll that will go down. And um, Pontus, how do you think mm. Brendan will line the guys up for us on, on Thursday? I think he will have a strong side out because he also know. I mean, he's been under pressure during the, the year and I think the, the whole team is still, uh, you know, they know that they have underperformed if you look at uh, the, what they wanted before the, the season and where they are right now. And I think this is a good opportunity for them to to you know to try to win something and and um, so i think he will have a, a full squad i think he's going to try for the rest of the and i think it's quite a quite wide squad Leicester has now as well so there are a couple of different uh, and um, and at the same time it's it's a home game and then it's not far away to down to london as well so so uh, i i would go to full sides maybe as you say you wouldn't play Vardy full ninety minutes both games. He probably starts one of them, you know. But uh, yeah. and hopefully, I don't know if uh, Fofana is on his way back as well. And hopefully, he yeah. can get back to the squad. So, so and that will ease us off a little bit of some other players. So, I think he's I, rumored I, I, to I think, be in the. He's rumored to be in the squad on
0: Thursday. Obviously, yeah. he's signed a new deal as well today. That's a big boost for Leicester City, isn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah. What, no, what do you think so, to Wesley Fofana? I think he's great. I mean, the way he came. I mean, wasn't it Arsenal that bought the other defender from the same team, you know? Saliba. Exactly. And yeah. so devastated to get the wrong one, you know. But now he's done really, <laughs> really well, you know. I just hope he can continue. I mean, he's still young and uh, uh, and uh, if he can get back from and up to the level that he was on you know he's going to help Leicester usually for, for the future as you said rebuilding a team he's definitely one to have in there you know hopefully for for many years to come
0: what sort of promises do you think he was made Aiden to sign that deal because that's that is a big one isn't it i know we've had james justin sign a new contract and ricardo pereira we speak around rebuild these are the players that i think they're looking to build the team around but what sort of assur- assurances do you think that uh, wesley fofana's been made
2: um, well I mean I think you just need to look at our look at our defence and, and look at the fact that, that Johnny Evans is, isn't getting any getting any younger. He's he's had this recurring injury um for the past well since before the FA Cup final. Um so I, I think Fafana will, will have been told just on the form that he's shown when he's played for us that 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 he'll be one of the, the names in the starting lineup, um in the starting eleven if he can. When he's fit and if he can stay fit and keep putting in those performances, I think he'll have been um, promised that he's, he's very much central to our plans of, of central defenders. It's, it's a great start I think he deserves that. You know, I think that he's very much deserved. Um, just There's always that slight concern when players are out for a longer injury, how they come back. Um, but he's a young guy and I think, um, all being well, he, he'll come back the same player and, and continue to improve. It's a really shrewd bit of business, isn't it, Barry, to, to get him at this stage? It's the third
0: time a player's come back from injury and the third time they've been given a, a new contract on the back of it. Is it a little bit of, we've looked after you, now look after us?
1: 100% it's that, but like, why, wouldn't you, why, why wouldn't you like that? Like he's, He would have witnessed that with the other players uh, and the care the effort's put to um, get him back to the first team because it was a horrible injury. Yeah. And and he's young. Like he like he had a good 18 months about that. And he was, I'm his biggest fanboy. I, I think he's fantastic defender. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he you know, keep him fit, he'll, he'll go right to the top. Um,
3: I'm
1: just trying to
0: find what he said. I'm sure he said something around, this is my club. Um, this is where I want to be. Something along
2: those lines. Uh, yeah, I've got Stan it here. Field today. Go on I've then. got it here if you want to. Yeah, you go. I'm really happy to sign a new contract, said Fafana. It shows the club have confidence in me offering me a contract to 2027. I'm really happy to be here. It's my club. I love the fans. So I'm really happy and looking forward to being to being back playing. That's great to hear, isn't it, Pontus, when you get a player
0: like that that seems to be as connected to the club?
3: Yeah, and the way for him, it's a, it's a, it's a great move to get over to Leicester. And, and the fans loves him. And he feels comfortable. He gets playing time. I mean, obviously, he has a possibility to, if he wants to move on to, I mean, we're talking about Barcelona or Man mm. City, or whatever he has to, you never know where he's going to stop. Uh, or, and meanwhile, he can enjoy uh, playing on the on the highest level. Um, hopefully for a team, you know, that still does well and play in Europe and uh, and, and he can get a lot of playing time, you know. So I, th- I think it's a win-win for both, actually, both for him and the club.
0: He's a uh, great character to have around as well. I think he brought about 30 people from his uh, hometown in Marseille, uh, in one of the streets near where he lives over for the game on Saturday, even though he wasn't playing. Trick the mortar for Farnham sh- shirts uh, with three mm-hmm. on the back. He looked like he was having a really good time. He's just a real character as well, Barry. I think you need those sort of players connected to the club, don't you?
1: Absolutely, yeah. I think um, I mean, he shows it on the pitch as well. I, I, he's, he's got a touch of Ferdinand about him. I, 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 he's, he's quite confident. He's, he maybe doesn't have the physical prowess yet, but he's still still growing. He's still, I don't know if he's in his twenties now, is he? he's, but, I think um, he's twenty. It's crazy, yeah.
0: isn't it? Absolutely crazy. He's, like, on the ball, on
1: the ball, he's, on the ball. fantastic, and I think if we can just get the right tutelage from. Experience heads like Johnny Evans. I don't mean that Johnny Evans has to play beside him, but just watching him training, talking to him, evaluating games like a, a with with Johnny will improve him vastly. Yeah. Um, and and like point as said, the contract is win win because if next season he's fully fit, has a phenomenal season, so if anyone is encouraged to come and get him, they're going to have to pay mega bucks for him.
0: You got to remember, we we sold Harry Maguire for eighty million. So, what price <laughs> exactly? What price do you put for of Farner if you can get eighty million for him? Exactly. <laughs> was, I'm surprised we still don't have the striped jumpers and uh, swag bags after that one. That blatant <laughs> robbery, absolutely shocking. But anyway, I'll move on from that. And um, are you are you doing predictions, Aidan, for Thursday night's game, or don't we bother in the Europa in the cup? let's
2: do them for Europa, and then we'll take them for for Sunday as well against the Gunners.
0: OK, I'm going to start 2-0 Leicester on Thursday.
1: Barry? Um, I'm going to say... I think it's going to be 2-2, but you will win away.
3: Ooh. Have you got a prediction for us, Pontus? Yeah, I think Leicester is very good at home and I still think there will be a difference between the team. So, a couple of goals. I will go for 3-0, even though... I Sadly, I work at the, the Norwich-Chelsea game, so I'm going to be commentating oh, that one, joking. But, oh, but, I, <laughs> but I, I, I will have my screen next to it, you know. so I will be watching the Leicester game as well, for sure. Right? how about you? Say, 3 eel 3 yeah, nil. I
2: think we'll, we'll have it tough enough. I'm going to say I'm going to go for 2-2 two, two as well.
0: A couple of decimals. But we, we don't concede goals anymore. Do you not know that? Uh, we'll see. We'll see what, what Thursday night brings. <laughs> okay, right. Just okay, I'm a real right. notable uh, mention as well, Pontus, for Puppy Mendy on Saturday. He, he's not played all season. He was joint player of the uh, yeah. player of the tournament, at the African Cup of Nations. Yeah. He came back on like he'd been playing all season, didn't
3: he? Yeah, I mean, so that's uh, that's also a player. I hope uh, I say we we can get more playing time and. I mean, uh, he has uh, talent. It's, the only problem is that it's w- who should you drop in the midfield if you go for your first 11. I mean, that's the problem, you know, that there's so much skill there. But a little bit of rotation or ge- give him playing time at the end of the games, you know, just to make sure that he, he stays active and, 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 and hopefully can be back and compete for, for a spot.
0: Well, the conversation around me in the stands on Saturday, Barry, was uh, maybe if Mendy continues that form, that he might get a place ahead of Adidi at different points. What do you think to that?
2: Uh, yeah, so, tell, think
0: you, tell you why before you answer that. The feeling was that he's, his passive was a bit crisper and his energy was a bit... Obviously, his energy is going to be there a little bit more, isn't it? Because he's not playing as many games. It just was a bit of a breath of fresh air, really.
1: Well, that's the thing. Adidi and in, Yuri, it's... it's... Horribly noticeable that they're not what they were. Um, and it, it, like Zip is the correct word for Diri. He doesn't get around the pitch like he used to. He's, he's not sniffing out the danger as quick as he used to. And he's not really contributing going forward. I know that's not really his game. Um, he, I, I just think he's a bit of a bystander. Um, whereas, Yuri, you do see the touches throughout the game. Maybe not as many as you hope for. But in, for me, indeed in is the one... That if you're keeping GDH in and you're going to drop one of the two, I would uh, I'd probably drop DD for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a, it's a bit of a fall from grace that evening, isn't it? Because Wilf was one of the first names on the tri- team sheet. He's not had a good season, has he, for Leicester?
2: No, he hasn't. He hasn't, he's not the same player. And 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 as you say, it's just that that bit of sharpness and that spring. In a step that, that seems to be missing, and um, just slightly a yard off it or half a yard off the pace at times, um, and and just not the same accuracy with passing. Um, so hopefully he'll, he'll come again. Hopefully this is this is just a dip um, for him because we know the quality that he has, and we've seen the, the servant that he's been to the club um, for for so long, um, and we know his quality. So um, hopefully it, it, it's just part of the, the dip that we've. Had as a club that we can get over and and, and start again afresh um, next season. Just before we finish off
0: tonight, this hour has absolutely flown by. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen the news today, Contest, that the uh, uh, head of recruitment Lee Congerton, that came with Brendan Rodgers from Celtic, is now left Leicester City. He's gone oh, to no, Atalanta. Think, yeah. yeah, he's gone to Atalanta in Italy. Do you think that will have a, a big impact when a when a man that comes with the manager at that time, that clearly wanted to bring, isn't isn't at the club anymore?
3: Well, uh, from a player's point of view, no, because you're more inv- involved with what's you know to win games. Even what's happening in the chairman's room, you know, you know the boardroom, you don't really care that much about, you know, because you're on the you're on the training pitch and maybe in the longer run, or what happens to Brendan, or uh, you know the recruitment things and stuff like that, you know, but. Uh, I don't think it will affect the team in the short period. I, I don't think so. There's been a lot of Leicester fans celebrating that fact, though, Aidan, today
0: that Lee Congerton is no longer at the club after some of the signings that were made after oh, right, he joined. Yeah. I, don't his, I don't think his reputation was particularly high. Um, well, yeah. It gives us an opportunity now
2: to, to move forward with someone different, Aiden, doesn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, and this, this is a big summer, um, big summer for us. I don't think we necessarily need to, to make a whole raft of signings. Um, I think there's questions over for me anyway in, in the future. Where does where do players like Ian Natcho and Patson Daka fit in? Uh, you know, as as Jamie Vardy, and it, it's almost a, a sin to say it, but as as he will feel uh, at some point, um, you know, have we already got those players at the club who are going to take the reins? And is it about shopping for um, backup for them? You know, our Patson Daka and, and Ian Acho. Good enough um, to take take over there. Um, I think we've spoken enough about Kieran Jewsbury Hall this evening to, to to say that he's someone that we would like to see in that starting eleven going forward. Wesley Fafana um, as well. Um, but other other players have I've got a bit of a question mark over them. Um, you know, with the two clean sheets, is it? If, you know, between now and the end of the season, if Kagler um puts in good for performances. You know, do we, do a hang on to him do we seek to hang on to him and and therefore are sonchu and fafana your your first choice central defensive pairing next season um, or do we need to, to invest in in central defense if if Johnny Evans on. doesn't surely we need a, another central defender next season but do we sure. need to is that for co- as cover for fafana and, and sonchu or is that just have three equally good to, to fit in and out as yeah. people get injured and get suspended I don't
0: think you sign people for cover these days, unless you absolutely have to. Yeah, you know, I know we signed yeah, the best for cover, but look how that's working out. You want someone
1: else? You need to, needs, Sorry, you need to aim higher worried. than that. Yeah, yeah you need I to I aim higher so. than that. Yeah, it needs to be. It needs to be improvement, or it's no point. Yeah, no point. No wonder she left
0: you, Aiden. I'm joking. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> that's an awful <laughs> thing to say. I'll cut that out. I'm really sorry. Okay. I resign a post of it. I don't think it was because of me. Yeah, <laughs> he knows that I love him, really. I'm really sorry about I don't know what happened. Um, Francis, what's what's next up for you then in your, your hometown? So you've got Norwich and Chelsea on Thursday.
3: Yeah, exactly. And um, after that, I'm free for the weekend, which is nice. So I'm I'm, I'm just going to... Uh, I am. I train my my son. He's uh, thirteen years old. You know, so I'm a coach uh, for the team. So we have games during the weekend, and watch telly. I'm gonna try to. That sounds like a good letters. weekend.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Are you? Uh, are you coming back anytime soon?
3: Yeah, I have been dying to come over. Obviously, for for many different reasons, and the COVID thing, and we haven't been able to travel. We usually travel and be at uh, you know at the games at sites, but uh, we just started traveling uh, now again a little bit you know at uh, at one game a, at a week you know. So I hope we will be back over more, and I will I will try to to make it before the end of the season to watch a game you know to come over and and, and uh, to be at, uh, at the stadium you know because it's it's different atmosphere you know than mm-hmm. hanging around the telly sofa. Well, if you get back, give us a shout and we'll, we'll meet up for a beer. We'll treat you to uh,
0: one of our English finest uh, points <laughs> that we can find. Uh, Barry, what's on the agenda for you this week? Much football on Thursday night, you've got got Leeds.
1: Yeah, Leeds then, I'll um, watch, uh, I think, our games just before yours on Sunday. So I'll watch both of them. And Saturday, we'll be just earning brownie points to make sure I can watch the
0: football on the Sunday, I suppose. That sounds like a good plan.
2: Uh, and Aidan, how about you? What's on your agenda this week? It'll have to be hitting the dance floor, won't it, Mark, in, in Belfast City Centre on Saturday <laughs> night that they find me love. Have you got some shapes? Um, book, book ended by, I've got a couple of couple of football matches. Um, Crusaders have a league game at Windsor Park, the National Stadium against Linfield on Friday night, so I'll go and support them um, and our race for fourth place is probably realistically the, the, the best we can finish. And then Sunday afternoon is the League Cup final, so I'll, I'll go and watch it as a neutral. And who's in the League Cup final, sorry? Uh, Cliftonville North Belfast team our, our local rivals Cliftonville playing Coleraine It was conference.
3: Cliftonville
0: in the Irish Cup final that time that my wife came over to uh, to watch the game with my mum and I, I wasn't present was I but was it Cliftonville that was playing then?
2: It was indeed it was the same final Cliftonville-Coleraine she wasn't your wife then No she um, wasn't but I did take um, good care of her and respected her don't worry <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
0: um, what, what I was going to say to that was you were getting a bit of stick that day from my wife. You, did you have your did you have your Crusaders colours
2: on? I might have had my Crusaders colours underneath my hoodie and uh, got a bit of stick from the Korean fans who were um, who we'd pipped to the league title um, the previous week. So, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't great. Right.
0: Well, guys, that's about it for tonight. We've had our hour. Uh, just to let you know, before we finish as well, not even Forrester, winning in the FA Cup against Huddersfield. So it looks like they're going to go through to the quarterfinals as things stand. Uh, so I thought we'd finish the the pod on a really high note. Um, never mind. <laughs> There's always the quarters. But that's another episode of It's Eleven. It's seven for Jamie Vardy. And we'll join you again next time.